everybody. Welcome back to Chill Chats Podcast. I hope that you are having an amazing week. If you live in a state that is very hot right now, I hope that you are surviving the summer heat. And as always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Before I get into today's episode, I want to apologize for any weird mic or sound issues. My usual microphone decided to stop working today. Go figure, this tends to happen to me a lot. Luckily, I have another one, but honestly, I've never used this microphone, so I just want to apologize if the audio sounds weird, if it's picking up any weird noises. Hopefully, I'll be able to figure it out by the next episode, but today, you're just going to have to bear with me while I try out this new mic because my other one decided that it did not want to work today. That said, today's episode is not about technology troubles, but today I wanted to talk about stepping outside of your comfort zone, which stems from my current situation, which is trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life and stepping out of my own comfort zone. As somebody who has been in academia for many, many years, I am now finally done with school, at least for the foreseeable future. I don't have any intentions on going back anytime soon, but as a result, I'm kind of trying to figure out this new normal for me, trying to navigate this new life, which is just being an adult and working. I am so used to the routine of school, and I'm so used to just the schedule that comes with that routine. And knowing that it's still summertime right now, it feels like I'm still following that pattern, but I know that come September, I'm going to be in a completely new situation and I'm going to be stepping outside of my comfort zone a lot because my comfort zone has always been school and whatever comes with that. But now it's going to be something completely different. So recently, I've been kind of going back and forth between what I want to do now that I'm an adult working in a career. And when you graduate, the number one question that is always asked is, what's next? Or what are you doing? Or where are you working? Or what are you going to do with your degree that you just got? To which I honestly have not had an answer for the past three months. And I still can confidently say that I do not have an answer. Instead, what I've realized is that I kind of want to pivot. Pivot, that word and the meaning of the word, has really been a key conversation piece for me and has been showing up a lot in my life in the past five, six months. I've talked about it in a few of my other episodes, but obviously I just mentioned it as well. I've been struggling a little bit with what to do with this degree and where I want to take it. If you would have asked me two years ago, I would have been very clear on what I wanted. But if you asked me this year, any point this year, and especially now, I honestly cannot tell you what I want to do with that degree. I have ideas of what I should do with my degree. I have ideas of what I should do based on what people have told me, what others are doing, or based on my original career plans. But the current version of myself doesn't really want to do those things. It doesn't want to do what others are doing. It doesn't want to do what I'm being told to do. And it doesn't want to do what two years ago me would have surely been shaking and screaming and crying if she found out that I wasn't doing those things now. So pivoting is kind of my go-to word and idea at the moment. And for myself, what pivoting means is it means stepping out of my comfort zone and trying new things. It's trying things that I don't necessarily feel qualified to do, 
but things that I feel called to do. And this all stems from a conversation that I heard when I went back to my alma mater for alumni weekend, where our chaplain gave a whole talk on this specific topic, pivoting, and how, you know, at the time he was really qualified to be doing something, but he didn't feel called to do that. He felt called to do something else, and he pivoted in his career, and it led him to becoming the chaplain at our school. And he is an amazing speaker. And his whole talk just resonated so deeply with me because at the time, I was kind of in one of those moments. I knew that I was in the right place at that time. I knew that I was doing the things that I was supposed to be doing, but it did not feel right to me. There was a situation recently in my life where I was able to attend an event with, let me just say, some (laughs) A-listers. And I'm not being dramatic. Like This really did happen. It was very, very cool. It was once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I'm really grateful for it. But in being in that room with those people and their success, it made me really reflect a lot on what I wanted in my own life and what I wanted to do in my career. And it led me to pivot a little bit in that time. So specifically, These people are in the entertainment industry and living in New York City, I am surrounded by entertainment and maybe for good, maybe for bad. I think that that has led me to having this self-reflective moment where I just wasn't really sure if I was in the right career anymore. I think that school, college in general is really good at giving you an outlet. It's really good at giving you a space to explore something in depth. However, what I can now say, having been out of undergrad specifically for four years, and especially an undergrad that is in a very small town with intelligent and wonderful people, but nonetheless a small town, is that I realized that I didn't get a lot of exposure to what those options look like in the real world. And maybe this is partially on me. I didn't do study abroad. I didn't really leave my college town because I had other priorities while in college. If I could go back, I honestly wouldn't change anything. But if I could have more time, I definitely would have studied abroad or done something like that because I probably would have been exposed to a lot of these issues in that situation or in that opportunity. But I didn't. So it took me until I was getting my master's to actually see what different careers look like, what different careers provide people in terms of freedom and time and different benefits. And in my master's, it became very, very, very apparent to me just what the counseling field is, what comes with that, the stressors that come with that. And while it is a very rewarding job, it doesn't come without a lot of hardships along the way. And I know that was not ever meant to be discouraging. Certainly, when I had conversations with professors talking about the hardships, they were not ever thinking like, this is going to turn a student away. But in some ways, it definitely just made me reflect on what role I wanted counseling to have in my life and what role I really wanted to take on as a counselor. And there was a big part of me a month or two ago that just felt like that wasn't something I wanted to do full time. This was because of a lot of self-reflection that I came to realize. It's not that I don't want to be a counselor. It's just that I've never really committed to one job in my whole life. I've always worked multiple jobs at a time. I've always been doing multiple things at a time. And it's a little scary for me to commit to one thing for the rest of my life. 
you know, to think about just doing one job for the next 40 or more years of my life is a little daunting. And I feel like if anybody says that out loud, they would feel that way. And I think in our generation nowadays, that's not really the norm. I think a lot of people are shifting in their careers. They are changing either their career path completely or at least just the company they're working for. But it's hard when you're a fresh graduate trying to navigate that and figure out what you should at least even start with. So I kind of just didn't. I decided to pivot. I decided to look at jobs completely outside of counseling because I quite honestly, quite frankly, was overwhelmed by that counseling career. So aside from that, what I mean by all of this really is like whenever you have a moment where you might be doing some self-reflection, maybe you're doubting a relationship, maybe you're doubting a career, maybe you're doubting academics, maybe you're doubting just yourself and things about yourself. I don't think it's a bad thing to have to pivot or to think about pivoting. I think there's a lot of shame placed on people or a lot of pressure placed on people, especially people who do continue with school for two additional years or more. I don't know if it's necessarily always publicly made aware to the person, but there's some like internalized pressure that I've certainly placed on myself. Because I know I have a team of individuals who have gotten me to this point. And while they're not actively cheering me on, there's a part of me that feels like I'm letting them down if I just suddenly decide to become an actress when I just spent six years learning about psychology to become a psychologist. I'm not becoming an actress, but that's, you know, my example. But pivoting is just, again, a really big thing that I've been thinking about lately. And this also just led me into thinking about stepping outside of my comfort zone. And for me in particular, stepping outside of my comfort zone was exploring some different career paths outside of the career that I just went to school for. And as somebody who, again, went to school for two additional years to get a career, this was a huge step out of my comfort zone because I'm kind of letting go of all sense of security that I just built for myself. I now have a master's. I can get this master's level job, which is still kind of entry level, but maybe I can get paid a little bit more in a counseling field, or I can completely pivot and end up in an entry level minimum wage job in a field completely outside of my comfort zone. But who knows? Maybe that will end up being a better career for me. Maybe I'll enjoy it more. The options are endless, you know? So if you've been having any moments lately where you've thought about pivoting or you're kind of wanting to step out of your comfort zone, whether it's a big thing or a small thing, big being, you know, I want to change my career or I want to try this like new scary thing or small just being like, I want to try onion, which if you listened to my last episode, I've definitely been stepping outside of my comfort zone, but I don't always enjoy it. But one of my first pieces of advice with stepping outside of your comfort zone is that you should have a moment of self-reflection. And in this moment of self-reflection, there's three main questions that I feel like you need to ask yourself. The first being, why are you even stepping outside of your comfort zone to begin with? Now, I want to pause for a second and say that you should step out of your comfort zone every day or just at least often. You know, stepping outside of your comfort zone doesn't have to be jumping out of an airplane. Stepping outside of your comfort zone could be holding the door open for the person behind you because you know that they're behind you. 
I say that that's stepping outside of your comfort zone because I feel like in this post-COVID world, a lot of us are still kind of in this, I need to stay six feet or I don't want to interact with people, which I totally get. But that could be a way that you step outside of your comfort zone, just taking that extra moment to hold the door for the person right behind you. But that's why the first step, again, is like figuring out why you even want to do this thing, why you want to make this change or make this leap. From there, you should ask yourself, what are you expecting out of it? For me, with changing my career, something I'm expecting out of it is happiness. I'm expecting success. And I'm expecting to enjoy my job every day. Not saying that I did not enjoy being a counselor, but there's definitely aspects about that job that is really, really draining. So I started to think about ways that, again, I could incorporate counseling into my future, but that it's not my full-time job. Because there is some part of me that is like, do I really want to sit with all these heavy topics every single day for the rest of my life? So I took a moment and I reflected on what I was expecting out of this. What am I expecting out of stepping out of my comfort zone and starting a new career? Well, I'm hoping that this new career makes me just feel a little better. Maybe it reinvigorates my love for counseling and my interest for being a counselor. Or maybe it better provides me guidance with the type of population or setting that I want to work with when I go back to counseling. But for now, I'm hoping that this is a moment of exploration and it offers me some clarity. The third and final question is, what happens if it doesn't go as planned? Or what happens if I don't meet the what I am expecting? And this is a really hard one to answer. But it's really important to reflect on and try to answer. Because if you find yourself feeling upset or sad at the thought of it failing, maybe it's not quite time to step out of your comfort zone in this regard. What I mean for that is, again, I'll just use myself as an example. If I'm reflecting on changing my careers and if I think about the what goes wrong and all of a sudden I think to myself, well, what if this job doesn't work out for me? That's a moment that I kind of need to step back and reflect again on the why I'm doing it and realize that it's okay. The whole point of this is just exploration. Maybe it's just to try something new and it's okay if it doesn't go perfectly as planned or if we don't like it because we're not going to know until we try it that we don't like it. As long as it doesn't hurt you or set you back, you know, in a way that is unredeemable, I think it's okay. The whole point of being pushed out of your comfort zone is that you do feel a little bit uncomfortable, at least for a little bit. And then eventually you'll get back to it. You'll get back in a rhythm and a routine and you'll feel completely fine. So expect that bit of uncomfortableness. But know at the same time that what you get out of it is going to be far more rewarding than whatever it is that makes you uncomfortable for the short time that it does. So now let me just try to like make this more broad and make this more relatable, if that makes sense. So the first thing that I was thinking when I was thinking about stepping outside of your comfort zone is relationships, specifically friendships. So since moving to New York, I have really struggled (laughs) with making friends. I feel like I've been pretty honest about that. Um, It's not that I have not made friends. I have met a ton of amazing people in the city. New York is probably one of the easiest places to meet people because I've literally just had conversations with people on a subway platform. Like you can meet people all the time. But something that I find really challenging is the maintaining of friendships in New York. Because everybody is living a different life 
And in many ways, New York is like a suitcase campus. If you don't know what that is, a suitcase campus is when there is a college that's in a small town and everybody goes home on the weekends. It's when locals live in the dorm rooms, but they leave either during the week or on the weekend. It's, it's when more people are leaving campus than they are staying. Luckily, my undergrad was not a suitcase campus, but New York City is. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are going home constantly. They're only here for a short-term time, especially in the summertime. I've met a few wonderful people this summer who are interns. They're lovely, and I have helped them and provided advice to them on places to go and things to do. But in full honesty, it's really hard to maintain a friendship with them because they're here for three months and then they're gone. Not that you should not still make friends with people who are coming and going. That's networking. The more connections you have, the better. Because who knows when you might run into them again or when you might end up where they are. But in terms of creating long-lasting friendships, it is honestly really hard in the city just because so many people are here temporarily. Or they're at least here temporarily and they'll come back permanently, but not maybe until like five years from now. So one of the ways that I was stepping out of my comfort zone and making friends in the city is I've attended events that force the making of friendships, the biggest one being No More Lonely Friends. It's this picnic that is not just in New York City, but it was founded in New York City. But there is this wonderful creator, Marissa, who goes to different places around the world and she hosts these meetups for people who want to meet other people. And I have met mostly all of my friends through this or the events that have been hosted with this. And it's just an amazing way to meet new people. You can meet like a hundred people in one picnic, which is almost overwhelming. But I always end up going to dinner with people afterwards. And I've maintained mostly all of the friendships that I've made from No More Lonely Friends. Similarly, things like book clubs, there's different workout classes. There are so many ways that you can meet people in your city. I'm in New York, so obviously my opportunities are probably a little bit more elevated than most places, but I guarantee anywhere that you are, there are places where you can meet people. Again, if you're active, I recommend workout classes. I recommend outdoorsy groups or running clubs or walking clubs. If you're not outdoorsy, but maybe you're more artsy, I recommend looking at like art studios for different art classes or music groups. I know that there is a music group in the city that meets like a few times a month and they all just sing like in like a dark room, not like pitch black, but there's like candles and they choose a song. They learn it a cappella, all in different parts and they sing together. And that is a group that I really want to try and go to at least one of their events sometime soon because I did acapella in college and I do really miss it. I love me some acapella. So that's a way that I also could meet new people. Book clubs, look at your libraries. Most libraries, especially in the summer, host events. Watch the age, but you know, they could be events ranging from like how to maintain your credit score to how to build a garden or a literal book club type of event. There's multiple ways to meet people. And again, I think going into these things and managing your expectations is really important. If this is a way that you're stepping outside of your comfort zone, still have those self-reflective moments of, you know, why do I want to meet new people? What am I expecting out of this event? And also what happens if I leave and didn't meet anybody or I didn't exchange numbers with anybody? Does that lessen the experience? 
If your answers lean towards more negative, again, do more self-reflection to make them more positive, such as, it's okay if I don't leave with any phone numbers. As long as I have a good time and as long as I meet at least one new person and have a good conversation with at least one new person, I'm going to feel okay about it. Another way to step outside of your comfort zone, I think I've talked about a lot in this episode, but just when it comes to career, whether it's in your current career or if you are pivoting, kind of like myself, I think it's just important to try new things in your career and always push yourself. Many of us do go to school now to be in one career for 40 or more years. And that's a long time to do something the same way forever. So challenge yourself, you know, be the person to take initiative, come up with new things in your job, find ways to change things, to better things, to do things that again might feel a little bit like you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, but that will provide you growth in your career. And if at some point you decide you want to pivot, that's okay. Pivot. You might pivot and realize, okay, I really miss my other job, but I think it's good every now and then to step outside, to try something new, and then realize that what you were doing is what you want to go back to. You're not going to know that unless you try something else. So don't be discouraged if that new thing doesn't work out. And also don't be discouraged if you just feel like your current job is not aligning with what you really want at this point in time. When it comes to academics, specifically if you're in college, you need to say yes to most things. Just try it. You know, if you can, especially if you're again in like a college that provides like different organizations and things like that, Just do things, try things, take advantage of the opportunities that come with college and even high school, um, even in a master's program or a graduate program, you know, most programs and schools have multiple opportunities and ways for students to get involved. So just try things, you know, if you're interested in research, that's the time to try it. If you're interested in singing, that's the time to try it. If you are wondering between two careers, Take two different classes and take the opportunities that you can, that you have, to explore as much as you can. And also, one of my biggest pieces of advice is to do like external explorations. Take advantage of internship opportunities because when you graduate, internship opportunities are no more. At least in my experience, once you graduate, unless you are like the summer after graduation, most organizations and businesses do not allow for internships. You just have to get a job. So I highly, highly, highly recommend doing multiple internships if you are able to at different sorts of organizations and agencies so that you can better fine point what you want to do. I will also always say no experience is a bad experience, even bad ones. And what I mean by that is that again, Even when you step outside of your comfort zone, when you try something new, if you do not end up liking it, that's okay. You learned from it. I have done a handful of internships, and while I have liked them all and I have learned from them all, I've also learned a lot about the things that I do not want to do for the rest of my life with them. My most recent internship really made me aware that the career I thought I wanted to do honestly is not sustainable as a career. It's something that should be a part of my career, but not something that I should be doing 24-7 or else I will burn out faster than most people in my career do. And by faster, I mean like within the first year, I will likely burn out because my population of interest is really, really taxing on a human. 
So just say yes to most things, try things, take advantage of the opportunities. And if you're a recent graduate, you know, be open to all the opportunities that are open and to your disposal. It can be very overwhelming, but there is still a lot of opportunities for recent grads to try things without having to really like fully commit to a career. So just take advantage of those things while you can because those opportunities don't last forever. And as a now master's graduate, if I could go back to undergrad and take advantage of some more things post, like immediately post-graduation, I definitely would just because it would have given me some exposure to things that I did not gain exposure to until well into my master's program and maybe would have saved me some time. The last kind of area that I have is when it comes to self-improvement or growth or change. For example, if you want to change anything about your appearance, do it. Whether it's your outfit, your hair, maybe you want to try a new look, a new aesthetic. This is probably an area where I have struggled the most in terms of stepping outside of my comfort zone. For mostly all of my life, I have held one look and I've, that's been it. You know, my hair has been one way. The color of my hair has been one way. My appearance has been one way. And it really wasn't until COVID that I decided like, you know what? <laughs> Let me chop my hair off and have short hair. And I've since cut my hair like three more times after that. And every time I regret it because it's like too short to then put into a ponytail. And I'm like, what have I done? I miss my long hair. But also my hair grows back so fast. So I'm very fortunate in that. But just do it. If you want to try a new hairstyle, try it out. If you want to try a new hair color, try it out. You know, you could start small. If you want to get like a pixie cut, but you're not fully ready to commit to that, cut it to your shoulders. And then you might realize like, yeah, I want to cut it a little bit shorter. And that's pretty much what happens to me. I cut it once. It's not short enough or I don't like it. So then I just keep chopping. And at some point I'm like, well, I can't go back anymore. I feel like when it comes to anything related to the self, that is maybe for most people, one of the hardest areas to step out of your comfort zone because we really do curate a look for ourselves and a lifestyle for ourselves. That is really hard to like change. But all things such as specifically hair can be like, you know, it will grow back. You can change the color. You can change your appearance. You can change so much. So just take the risk, you know, do it at a time where maybe you're seeing people less. I love cutting my hair in the winter time because I'm wearing like a beanie anyways. So if I hate it, it's just hidden all the time and that's perfectly fine. So, you know, mess around with things. Determine when would be best for you to try this new thing. Maybe it's on a vacation. Maybe you want to try a new outfit style or a new aesthetic and you're kind of afraid to try it just like when you're working or in school, but maybe you're going on vacation. That's the perfect time to try it. See how you feel. Do you feel better? If you do, then try it again at home. And I will continue to always say in my life, do not worry about what other people think or what other people are saying. Two of my biggest pieces of advice when it comes to stepping outside of your comfort zone is you can't worry about other people. Obviously, if other people are expressing valid concerns, I think it's okay to consider them. But at the end of the day, it's really for you. You are doing this for you and nobody else. And it's really important that you do what makes you feel best. If you feel confident and comfortable and better about yourself, who cares what anybody else has to say? 
And I also love the saying that what other people say about you is none of your business. To me, that just means that honestly, who cares? Like people are going to say things. People are going to have their opinions. But again, as long as you feel your best, it really doesn't matter what they think or how they feel because they are not you. You are you. And you're doing these things for yourself and to feel better about yourself. So don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. You know, again, this is not something that needs to become permanent. I think if you spend time self-reflecting and again, kind of figuring out why you're doing this in the first place and setting yourself up for success, you always gain something from stepping outside of your comfort zone. I also think it's totally okay to just jump into things every now and then. You know, that's really pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Me and my boyfriend did this yesterday. We went to the beach and the water was actually pretty warm. It was like 70 degrees, which is decent in the summertime, especially when it's like 90 degrees outside. But at some point, I had to just dive in. My body was not going to get any warmer just standing and letting the waves slowly hit me while I'm like shrieking and cold. At some point, I had to just dive in. And once I did, either my body went so numb that it just felt warm or my body actually adjusted the temperature and it did feel really nice. And then we were in the water for hours. But if I would have never just dived in, I would have just continued taking this cold wave hitting me every now and then and I would have never actually enjoyed myself. So take those jumps, do those things, and I promise you it will work out in the end. The last little piece of advice I have when it comes to stepping outside of your comfort zone, I've obviously already identified my kind of like top three things to self-reflect on, but another area that I really think is important to self-reflect on is boundaries. Identifying your boundaries, how far you're willing to go, how far you're willing to push yourself, and knowing that it's okay to step back. You know, maybe you go to an event where you want to meet new people. Maybe it's really overwhelming and you tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to push myself to stay for like 10 minutes. And in those 10 minutes, I am going to talk to at least one person. Maybe you get there and it's way bigger or way smaller than you anticipated. And maybe the vibes just don't feel right. Maybe you just are like, you know what, today I pushed myself to come. Next time I'll push myself to talk to somebody, but today I'm feeling overwhelmed. I don't feel like this is the right time for this. I'm not going to have good, meaningful conversation with people. And I do not feel good enough to even have a conversation with anybody. That's fine. You set those boundaries for yourself. Do not get disappointed with yourself. And again, after you leave that setting, have some self-reflection and think about how you can change things the next time so that you feel even better and you can push yourself even further. While I am not telling anybody to go and jump out of a plane, Although if that's the way that you want to push yourself and step out of your comfort zone, definitely feel free to. I just do think it is really important that everybody kind of pushes themselves out of their comfort zone every so often. I do think it is really imperative to just like self-growth and self-reflection. It's also just really fun to try new things. So again, you know, this isn't meant to be a talk about trying something crazy, but this could be something as small or as large as you want it to be. And I hope that if you've been thinking about trying something new, or if you've been thinking about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone or pivoting in your career or current part of life, I hope that this offered some insight and knowledge. And I hope that you can all do some self-reflection now 
and think about ways that you could push yourself out of your comfort zone this summer or just any time in the near future and reflect on why you want to, maybe why you don't, and think about some things that you can do to just make yourself grow a little bit further because we can all use some self-growth. That is it for today's episode. I want to thank you all so much for listening as always. I hope that you are all having a lovely summer. I can't believe that we are already into July. That means that we're into the second part of the year. And that is just crazy for me to think about. I don't know. This year is flying by. But I am so excited for the rest of this month and just to enjoy the summer-ish weather that we're finally starting to get in New York. It's been very rainy this summer. But it's finally getting warm and we're starting to have more sunny days than we are rainy days. So I'm hopeful that we're just on the up and up here. So if you are somewhere where the weather is nice, get outside, go look up at the sky, enjoy it. And with that, I will talk to you all again in two weeks. Bye.